Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Purpose. Uh, it's episode number 17, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for coming on to this side of media. Uh, in this episode, I kind of want to delve into two things. Uh, these two things, obviously by the title, it's kind of got a theme going, you know. I'm uh, recording this the week of St. Patrick's Day. You know, usually when I record my episodes and stuff, it's kind of whenever I feel like it, but I kind of um, like to release them on Mondays. I don't know why. It's just some start to the week, you know, maybe it makes Mondays a little bit easier for people who work a lot or have to kind of get started with some activities. So I feel like I would appreciate something nice on Monday, right? So that's kind of why I kind of put them to cue up and publish on Mondays. But anyways, um, thank you for lending me your ear and let's get into it. Hey, 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 hey. It's funny because usually I kind of try to listen to the intros while I'm recording so that I can know if I need to re-record it or not. And when I just like listen back, I could totally hear Jordan in the background. So you know, just the joys of living together. But, you know, actually, we have been having a good time living together so far. No crazy arguments no far, so far. No boundaries have been pushed. And um, I feel like we've been really good at giving each other space. I feel like especially for me, because I'm a pretty clingy person, I've kind of learned to find some security in the fact that, you know, he's literally here when I'm here most of the time, especially after work on the weekdays. So it kind of makes me feel a little bit more um, secure knowing that since he's there, I'm like, I can, I can kind of chill out a little bit and feel like I'm not always kind of wishing we were together instead of quote unquote wasting time. But this episode, it's called Migraine Monsters. Okay. So there's actually a couple things or three things that are my green monsters, okay? One of them being jealousy, okay? I'm a jealous as fuck person and I don't really like that part of myself. One, because it's really inconvenient to feel shitty. Um, nobody tells you to be jealous, you know? Sometimes things that just, just happen in a way that make you jealous, you know, and I recently read something that kind of made me rethink about that feeling of jealousy. Um, and I'm going to read it right now. Okay. So jealousy is when you witness an experience that you want for yourself and the negative emotions that are associated with jealousy are due to a fear of scarcity or internalized shame. So when I read that, I was like, well, damn, like, what the fuck am I ashamed about? And thinking more about it, like I'll, in any downtime I have at work or when I'm driving home or at the gym, I was thinking about what shame do I have that I've packed in so deep that makes me feel really kind of flustered and frustrated when I feel jealous. And I think it's because 
whenever I feel jealous, it's usually because I feel pretty lonely. And I think feeling lonely to me um, also feels shameful to me because I would like to think that I'm a person, a decent person that is a good friend and all this stuff. But in the moments where I find myself the loneliest is honestly when I see or even hear or even think about kind of Jordan and what he's doing with his friends, you know, and I used to kind of be a little resentful in the past when we were first together because I would always think that, you know, the attention his friends would get versus what I would get was kind of unfair for me, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm his girlfriend and they're just his friends and I'm feeling such um, like uh, inequality with like how we're treated with like quality time versus like the effort and stuff like that. But as time went on, I feel like I noticed that, you know, the way he treats me and the quality he treats me isn't different, but the way I interpret his actions is different now. Like it's definitely changed for the better. I also read another thing, girl, I'd be in my reading era recently, but I read something else that was saying like when we depend on our partners to fulfill our needs that when we depend on them too much to fulfill our needs that's when we start to objectify them and when we objectify our partner we kind of grow resentful toward them when they don't fulfill a certain purpose or need and that becomes a slippery slope when especially in a long-term relationship when you kind of start to take each other for granted and it just is a domino effect that just leads from point a to point b but this green monster of mine my jealous little monster looking at her closely and you know trying to be more kind to myself i'm realizing that i'm just like a lonely kid you know i grew up and i'm starting to realize that even though I was excited to move out of my house when I was a kid. I was so excited to move out of my house, be on my own, have my own space and be my own boss. And as soon as I moved out of my house, I couldn't escape the behaviors that I grew up with, which was kind of just trying to figure it out all on my own and try to grow up fast. And because of that, that I um I became lonely you know because even if you're surrounded by people you can still feel lonely right and so I've been trying to be kinder to myself and try not to be as shameful and to just look at jealousy for what it is which is basically like I want that experience for myself so I just have to kind of reframe my thinking and be like oh, instead of me feeling bad and shameful for being jealous about lonely, I can do something about it, like showing myself some love, like kind of doing stuff in my love languages. And my love languages, like the top three that I have, 
they're in order quality time words of affirmation and acts of service so what i can do not necessarily like having people around all the time but in order for me to kind of feel more fulfilled and have some inner peace i've been trying to do things that are within my love languages in a way that i can do them pretty easily like with quality time and words of affirmation of course it's being kinder to myself and with the quality of time i found that reading not only just self-help books but for me at the moment like history has been really entertaining and engaging for me like I find myself like writing notes and citations and really being interested in what I'm learning and kind of relaying that in um, just regular conversation that I have with people at work and it's kind of cool you know being like oh I learned this from reading a book and just sparking a conversation from it Um, and as far as of course like the acts of service I've really been trying to actually just do the acts of service for Jordan because I feel like it's more fulfilling for me when I feel like I can help people even though I can do these acts of service for myself it's just easier for me to do it for somebody else you know that I'm just at that place right now and I feel like when I do the acts of service um you know selfishly I get the thank you back and that really means a lot to me because if I do something for somebody even though I'm not expecting them to say something because I'm you know trying to do it selflessly without any expectations or any reward back to me um it feels nice to hear the appreciation that words of affirmation you know so it's kind of like a give and take situation with what I'm trying to do right now but yeah man like I'm a jealous bitch and I'm very territorial maybe because I'm a Leo and I'm just like always having a pissing contest with other people even if they're not aware of it but I'm trying to work on it being jealous is kind of like a fun trait and stuff but it's only fun to talk about when I'm with friends but when it's when it's me on my own and I'm like not having a good mental day feeling jealous just just makes me feel like shit you know it just makes me feel like I'm somebody who's not grateful for what I already have and I'm not that kind of person so I'm trying to rewire that right so the other green monster I want to talk about is my is my flower power (laughs) so it's kind of been it's been a good amount of time since the last time I smoked the rest of it and I haven't gone back to the dispensary to pick up any more um there's none in my house right now maybe like a little bit of a pen a disposable pen but I I'm staring at it right now and I'm not really tempted to hit it at the moment but I am a really indulgent person and when there's something that I like to do and I can kind of get to it pretty easily I'm gonna fucking do it like you know I I already kind of did what I got to do life-wise, so might as well enjoy it and just kind of do what I want, right? So smoking as much as I do is kind of like my way of doing something for myself and practicing like 
practicing free will or whatever. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. But basically, you know, when I do smoke, it's kind of to add on to my life experience and kind of just like glitter it up a little bit, you know. And I always try to smoke with the intention that it's not something that I need, but it's something that's nice to kind of add, like add some sprinkles on top. You know what I mean? Especially for when I'm really stressed and when I'm really anxious, it kind of helps me to slow down my thinking a little bit and kind of enjoy the present moment. Because when I do smoke, I... I feel more present because obviously physical sensations are heightened, but of course also it kind of like elevates the mind, right? So I feel like it's something that's pretty grounding for me, but I kind of get into this cycle where I will smoke and it'll feel great and I'll feel very grounded and have a good time and then I'll keep on doing it. And then all of a sudden, the it turns from every other day. Well, not every other day. Like maybe let's say like it starts off as like on the weekends. And then maybe it's on the weekends and a weekday. And then maybe it turns into every other day. And then it turns into every day. And then daily turns into twice a day. So it's just something that will build up over time without me knowing because it's very gradual as it happens. And I feel like I kind of go through some denial, but at the same time not. Because like I said, I really kind of like to set the intention of when I smoke as something that I want and not something that I need. But sometimes those lines kind of blur together and I'll say, oh, I want to smoke. But let's say I had a very stressful day or I've been having a really hard time. I already kind of know in the back of my head that I'm going to smoke that day, you know. And so it kind of got to the point where I was smoking. I was smoking pretty heavy. I was smoking pretty heavy up until probably last week and I got to a point where I fucking greened out. I greened out for the first time in a while and it wasn't that bad. I really coached myself through it. But what kind of happened is that when you green out, you know, you kind of it's like a hard reset when you green out. All you can pay attention to is your thoughts. Outside world doesn't matter. It's all about how you feel physically, how comfortable you feel, and mentally, it's kind of like there's no organic thoughts. Everything is coming from something else. So basically, when I was greening out, I was sitting there on the couch, and I was like, wow, I feel really weird, and I feel really hyper aware of what's going on right now. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm feeling really anxious, And then from the anxiety, I was trying to ground myself. So, you know, I'm doing the tapping on the forehead, the shoulders, the chest, trying to ground myself. And then I'm trying to repeat facts to myself. I'm like, okay, my name is Louise Castillo-Mendiola. I'm 25. I have a cat. His name is Ace. And then in the middle of me trying to just, you know, name facts and stuff, I just kind of forget. I forget everything. And it kind of trips me out. 
And at the same time, I was like, even though I don't remember everything, I know I'm going to be okay. And I kind of just knew I'm like, okay, you know what? The weed always kind of tells you when to stop. And so I was like, I think this is, uh, I think this is it telling me that it's kind of time for me to take a little tolerance break here. Cause there's a little, little too much THC in the system, but I, you know, I'm always grateful for the green outs because they kind of show you when your limit is. And it also was something that just made me not have an aversion towards getting high, but it kind of just puts the brakes back on for me, like a mint, like an e-brake. It puts the e-brake on for me and it just takes me to a point where the break is not something that I feel obligated to do, but it's something that I feel like I want to do, which is way easier to do. You know, if it feels like the feeling is coming intrinsically and the desire is genuinely because you want to do it, it's way easier to do it than kind of like guilt tripping yourself into doing something. So I've really been revisiting just the sober life. I don't really know how I feel about it yet. (laughs) It's Wednesday and I really want to smoke, but you know, cravings and desires, those kind of thoughts get satiated after seven minutes. So if I can make it through the next seven minutes, I'll be fine. You know, it's just kind of crazy to me that you know, I first smoked in community college because of my last ex. And I've kind of been smoking intermittently ever since. And that was like literally like 2017 or so. And it's kind of crazy. I'm looking out. So, okay, wait, just to interrupt, I'm recording in my bed today because Jordan's in the office like a caveman and he's shouting so if I was recording in there this would sound like totally different podcast because I don't have that great of a setup I have some storage drawers right now in my room right and miraculously Ace was able to open one up jump in there take out a couple of my sports bras and now it looks like he's settled in there if he's still in there by the time this podcast ends I'll take a picture and I'll uh, put it as the cover art for this one because it's kind of funny. But um, back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, I greened out basically and now I'm on a break. We'll see how long this break is. But, you know, every day without it is, I think, and I feel like something good for me. But I don't know. Being sober in this economy, like in this time period, I don't know how people do it because why would I want to enjoy life without the sprinkles, right? That's all I'm going to say about that. Lastly, the other green monster I want to talk about is fucking money, okay? Now that I got my house, you know, sometimes at night I'll be lying down, right? Jordan will be snoozing away. And I'm going to be looking up at the ceiling, looking at my windows, looking at my walls of my bedroom. And I'm like, holy shit, this is mine. And I'm literally paying for it every single month. 
And for some reason, I do not like to think about my bills every month. I don't like to think about my mortgage. I don't like to think about the water, gas, electric, solar, water softener, uh, uh, fucking Wi-Fi, gas, you know, all these all these bills that stack up at the end of the month. I hate thinking about that quantity of money. I think my relationship with money is really complicated because for one, my mom loves luxury. She loves the designer bags, genuine jewelry, quality items. But at the same time, my mom loves a bargain. She always brags about this one dress that she found at Marshall's for 99 cents, you know, she's that kind of girl. And my dad is hella frugal. He's hella frugal with his money. And my mom always teases him that he never wants to like give money to our family in the Philippines. He never wants to like give money to like maybe like somebody who's in front of the store asking for money with those signs, you know, but my mom will give money. So My parents are two people who really love luxury, but they don't like spending it. And I, of course, fucking absorb that and it's ingrained into me. And I love luxury, but I hate to spend my money. And it makes me go crazy sometimes because especially with these bills and this mortgage and all this money I'm responsible for, it makes me feel like I can't buy anything I want. But at the same time, I know I can afford it and I do have a cushion to work with, but I never touch that cushion. And I don't know what this relationship with money, I feel like maybe I can, I should get like a financial advisor or like read about it. But like, why would I waste my fucking time reading about money? Like, I don't know, reading about money and finances just doesn't sound like the best time for me. Maybe in a couple years I'll reach that era, but like definitely not right now. But yeah, it definitely is so funny thinking about like how I feel about money because yeah, my parents are really cheap, but at the same time, it's like all of us have BMWs. Like what the fuck is that? Like my dad will wash paper plates and use them again, but then when it comes to like luxury like he just bought a fucking tesla (laughs) but at the same time he only bought the tesla because there was like thirteen thousand dollars off you know what i mean so i don't know my my parents are pretty smart with their money because i will give it to them they went from being in the philippines both of them growing up really poor and now they live in the fucking middle of valencia in like a gated community and like a a million dollar home with a pool and all of them have some crazy ass cars and some luxury items but then like at the core of it like during their everyday living they're very frugal i don't know if it's some kind of cool uh you know live like a beggar wait spend like a (laughs) i don't fucking know it's fucking like live like a beggar save like a king or something like that but I feel like I've definitely adopted that and it kind of makes me go crazy because it's like sometimes Jordan will take a really long shower like one time he was really drunk when he had a Christmas party with one of some of his friends and I was the the designated driver because I don't really like drinking that's not my shtick 
And so I was a designated driver. We came back home. He did all his business. He threw up, blah, blah, blah. And he was on the shower floor for like two hours. And these whole two hours, the hot, steamy shower, hot water was running the whole time. And I was telling him, oh, you know, maybe it's time to get up. It's like two in the morning. Um time to go to bed and he just said "Uh uh-uh and I was like in the back of my head I started getting really angry and flustered because I was like this water bill is going to be a hundred dollars and I'm paying this like for this two hours of water hot water running and then at the end of the month I was like watch this bill be high as fuck and the bill was actually less so I was like what the like I was like I don't know why I was getting so well I do know why I was getting so angry I thought he was wasting money but it's also because when we take really long showers when I live back home my mom would be like why are you wasting so much fucking water the water bill is going to be high as fuck like ever since I was young my parents always always told me about how much something would cost how expensive something was and now that I can't get that out of my brain you know and it fucking sucks because I want to live in luxury And I want to do all these things. And when I do happen to spend my money, because I've held off for so long, I'll fucking go on a shopping spree, blow like $200 on stuff I didn't really want, but I spent money on it because it was a good deal. And then I look at this stuff and I didn't even want it that much when I could have bought one thing that I really wanted, you know? I'm trying to get this quantity over quality thing out of my head and kind of reverse it so that I buy you know the more quality things even if they are more money so I think I just got to go into that that headspace when my with my grown-up era you know especially with clothes I've been there's this one nurse at work and she's got great taste like she helped me kind of shop around for some clothes because I'm in that transition period where I got a little bit of clothes left over from high school as well as from community college, but they don't fit me the best anymore. They still do fit, but they're not that flattering. And I'm trying to transition into clothes that are more like my taste now. And she's kind of been helping me find these clothes that are more mature and timeless and of quality so that you know I can kind of feel better about myself and my body and what's funny is we even um went online and there's like kind of this body shape calculator and it kind of tells you what your body shape is based on your measurements from like bust waist high hip and hip and it tells you what your body shape is so that you can kind of look up clothes that complement your shape the best um because I was like you know what I don't really care about BMI or how my body looks I just want to know what shape my body is so that I can dress it to be the most flattering and work with what I got you know and I did it and it was like oh yeah you got the spoon body type I was like what the fuck is a spoon and so basically you know the hourglass shape well because technically like mathematically my bust is two inches smaller than my hips I'm a spoon so basically she helped me find clothes that are good for that body shape and 
what's crazy is that on the inside I was like damn that one dress is like a hundred fucking dollars that's fucking crazy but at the same time it's a good quality dress that will last years and years and even if I wear it out six times it'll already be my one my money's worth so I just gotta hunker down and rewire my whole view on all these fucking things I gotta rewire my view on jealousy and that it's not necessarily a negative emotion it's just associated with negative emotions I gotta rewire my thinking on smoking that it's something that's a little nice magical seasoning on the top of already what's there instead of always guilt tripping myself about using it and also rewire my thoughts about money that it it's not something that I don't have Okay, I just got to admit that to myself. I have it and I should enjoy it and not feel guilty and live a frugal ass life and buy things that I don't even want because I feel like it's going to run away from me and I'm not going to have it anymore, you know, because I feel like when I'm scared of money, it's just because I'm feeling like a feeling of scarcity instead of abundance. So I'm going to flip the switch starting today. Maybe it'll be off tomorrow. I'll just have to flip it again and flip it up again and again and again until it starts to stick. You know, all this stuff still bothers me. Even with my fully developed prefrontal cortex, you know, it's still going to be a work in process probably till the end of time. But at least I'm starting now. So anyways, this was actually a pretty long one. And I feel like I'm probably not going to listen back on this one (laughs) and I'm just going to like let it be for what it was because that's what this whole podcast is about, you know, and I'm going to get into media. As far as media, the songs that I have for you guys this week are Sexy Boy by Air. Uh, Of course, this song is in my favorites list because I got a sexy boy at home. Why would this song not fit, right? There's Jackie Brown by Brent Fias. There is Wanted You by Joji. Of course, there's got to be a Joji song on there. And another song that I really been liking and repeating that I did say last week is Three Boys by Omar Apollo. But that song really has been on repeat for me. So I just got to say it again. And as far as shows I've been watching, me and Jordan finished Breaking Bad this week and watching it, I'm pretty sure now that I did finish Breaking Bad way, way long ago, but I think it was so long ago that, you know, you just forget some details here and there and I still was able to enjoy it as if it was the first time, even though I did watch it a long time ago and you know I feel like I mostly forgot when I was watching it I was like dude it would be crazy if this happened and then when it did happen I was like oh, okay maybe I just spoiled it because I actually do remember but <laughs> it's just uh it was really fun to watch though I'm, I'm kind of glad that Jordan kind of hopped on while I was watching and we started watching it together and um maybe later this week we're gonna watch the Netflix original movie El Camino with Jesse and it leaves off of where Jesse was on the finale which is him going away from 
the captors of Todd and his uncle Jack after spoiler alert they got killed and get over it that was like fucking 10 years five years ago everybody saw it already if you if it was a spoiler for you whatever but so yeah it kind of picks up where jesse came it kind of picks up where we left off with jesse which is him just driving away and enjoying his new freedom from his redneck captors and I also started watching White Lotus. White Lotus was recommended to me by two friends, my friend Erica and also my friend Jenny. And um, they were saying it's a trip and it's really engaging. And kind of so far, my what my impression of it is, is that I really like the music that they use. It's very original and it's kind of catchy but if you were to tell me to kind of sing the original music and even the intro music to the white lotus i couldn't tell you i kind of forget but it's good and i like it so far i i forget how far i am into season one but it's definitely something that i do want to finish and i do want to finish season one because i want to go to season two and see Aubrey plaza aubrey plaza okay well it's been a good talk um that's my media thank you again for listening to me on this one happy saint patrick's day or belated saint patrick's day um i wish to talk to y'all again next week but until then thank you for lending me an ear and i'll see you in the next one bye